When Adam Schoenberg received a commission from the San Francisco Symphony in 2018, he was in the midst of reading an article in the New York Times Magazine called Losing Earth, The Decade We Almost Stopped Climate Change by Nathaniel Rich. He began to worry for the future of the Earth while thinking about the connection of the planet to the art and history of percussion, which can be traced back almost to the beginning of time. Schoenberg says, with the ability to make rhythm, keep time, and create melody, drums were a way for our ancestors to communicate love and joy, danger, and survival. They have also traditionally been at the center of oral history, with percussionists being the storytellers. Second only to the human voice, this instrument has watched the earth endure all its phases, including the devastation that is now beginning to emerge because of global warming. Losing Earth is the piece that came out of that thought process, and Schoenberg describes it this way. It begins with a march that is meant to represent our mundane day-to-day existence. But as it progresses, it is disrupted by rhythmic breaks that represent the natural occurrences and or disasters that are affecting our cities and towns on a daily basis. Only when nature begins alerting us to the problem are we suddenly forced to stop and finally pay attention. After the march-like section comes to a screeching halt, the second section represents the inevitable loss of our beloved coastline, he says. I wanted to create a movement that captured what it would be like if Mother Nature reclaimed our beaches and we all simply faded into the ocean. This movement ends in a dark transitional section that represents the imminent call to action that is needed in order to try and save the world. And the final movement is fast, relentless, and aggressive. Adam Schoenberg says that there is a sense of hope and optimism towards the end, but this promise slowly fades away, and we return to the opening of the piece, creating a cyclical timeline that mimics the different stages of our lives and that of our Earth. End quote. Adam Schoenberg and Jacob Nisley met and became friends when they were both studying at the Juilliard School, and this work is dedicated to the San Francisco Symphony's principal percussionist. And now you hear the applause for Jacob Nisley as he joins guest conductor Christian Machilaru in the symphony for the world premiere of Adam Schoenberg's percussion concerto, Losing Earth.
You've just heard the world premiere of Losing Earth by Adam Schoenberg. Christian Machelaro led the San Francisco Symphony, and the soloist was the symphony's principal percussionist, Jacob Nisley. The work is dedicated to him. Jacob Nisley has been principal percussionist of the San Francisco Symphony since 2013. Before that, he was principal percussion of the Cleveland Orchestra and the Detroit Symphony. He grew up in Iowa, studied at Northwestern University and the Juilliard School, which is where he met Adam Schoenberg, and trained with the New World Symphony in Miami, where he's now regular coach. He's co-chair of the percussion department at San Francisco's Conservatory of Music, where he also directs the percussion ensemble, and he also teaches at the Aspen Music Festival and School. You can hear him on recordings by the San Francisco Symphony and Detroit Symphony and playing drum set on the St. Louis Symphony's Grammy Award-winning recording of John Adams' City Noir. Adam Schoenberg, composer of the work you just heard, out on stage now with Jacob Nisley and Christian Machelaru. Adam Schoenberg was born in Northampton, Massachusetts, and currently lives in Los Angeles. He's composed award-winning film scores, completed commissions for major orchestras, and has twice been named among the top ten most performed living composers by orchestras in the United States. He's been composer-in-residence with the Fort Worth Symphony, the Lexington Philharmonic, Kansas City Symphony, Blair School of Music at Vanderbilt University, and the Aspen Music Festival and School's M-O-R-E music program. He's currently a professor at Occidental College, where he runs the composition and film scoring departments. Once again, Adam Schoenberg and Jacob Nisley back out on stage and a standing ovation here at Davies Symphony Hall after the world premiere of Adam Schoenberg's Losing Earth. I'll be back in a moment with the second half of this concert by Christian Machelaru in the San Francisco Symphony, one of the great what-ifs of French music, and what is probably the most famous piece of music inspired by the visual arts. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenzhen Foundation, in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenzhen. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation, Welcome back to Davies Symphony Hall for the second half of this broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony with guest conductor Christian Machelaro. I'm Rick Malone. If the name Lily Boulanger seems familiar to you, it may be because her older sister Nadia was one of the most influential music teachers of the 20th century. Her students included Aaron Copland, Philip Glass, Elliot Carter, Daniel Barenboim, and Quincy Jones. Lily, though, remains one of the great what-ifs of French music history. She was well on her way to becoming one of the most notable French composers of the 20th century when she died of Crohn's disease in 1918 at the age of just 24. Lily won the prestigious Prix de Rome in 1913. It was her second entry for the prize, and she was the first woman ever to win it. Her sister had never won, but their father had won the award almost 80 years earlier. Lily had always been in poor health, but she was well enough to take up residence in Rome and began working on several major pieces, including an opera. She had to return to Paris in 1917 for her health and was only able to complete a few short works before her death. Two of those works were related of a sad evening and of a spring morning. Lily Boulanger actually wrote several versions of of a spring morning, first for violin and piano, then for piano trio, and finally the orchestral version that you're about to hear. The three pieces are not identical, but Boulanger did not see them as refinements of the same idea. She viewed them as parallel, slightly different takes on the same basic conception. 
Once again, here is tonight's guest conductor, Christian Machilaru, music director and conductor of the Cabrillo Festival of Contemporary Music and chief conductor-designate of the West German Radio Symphony Orchestra. He'll lead the San Francisco Symphony in the tone poem Of a Spring Morning by Lily Boulanger.
That was Of a Spring Morning, music from 1917 by Lily Boulanger. Christian Machalaru led the San Francisco Symphony. Christian Machalaru was born into a musical family in Timisoara, Romania. He's the youngest of 10 children, all of whom played instruments. Machalaru's studies took him from Romania to Rice University in Houston, where he studied violin as well as conducting. He was the youngest concertmaster in the history of the Miami Symphony Orchestra and made his Carnegie Hall debut with them at the age of 19. He also played in the first violin section of the Houston Symphony for two seasons. He's taken master classes in conducting at Tanglewood and Aspen with David Zinman, Rafael Frubeck de Burgos, Oliver Knessen, and Stefan Asprey. In a moment, Christian Machalaro will return for one of the most famous pieces of music inspired by the visual arts. You're listening to a broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall. I'm Rick Malone. In 1874, Modest Mussorgsky wrote a suite of piano pieces in honor of a friend of his who had recently died, an artist named Victor Hartmann. The pieces were all inspired by Hartmann's drawings, and Mussorgsky called the suite Pictures at an Exhibition. It was not an easy piece to play, and it remained pretty much a curiosity until Maurice Ravel mentioned it to the great conductor Serge Kusevitsky in 1922. Kusevitsky was intrigued by Ravel's description of the suite, and he asked Ravel to orchestrate the pieces. Ravel's version was just the first of several orchestrations of the suite, but his version is the one that made Pictures at an Exhibition a classical smash hit. Mussorgsky imagined himself roving through the exhibition, now leisurely, now briskly, in order to come close to a picture that had attracted his attention, and at times, sadly thinking of his departed friend." End quote. The roving music is the opening promenade that returns throughout the piece, and the pictures he chose to depict are the gnome, which was actually a kind of nutcracker, the old castle, the Tuileries Gardens in Paris, Bilo, which was an ox-drawn cart, the ballet of the chicks in their shells, two Polish Jews, one rich, one poor, the marketplace at Limoges, catacombs, the hut on fowl's legs, and the great gate at Kiev. Once again, here is Christian Machelaru to lead the San Francisco Symphony in Maurice Ravel's orchestration of Mussorgsky's Pictures at an Exhibition.
That was Modest Mussorgsky's Pictures at an Exhibition, originally for piano and orchestrated by Maurice Ravel. Christian Machalaru led the San Francisco Symphony. Christian Machalaru got his big break the same way that Leonard Bernstein and Michael Tilson Thomas did, stepping in at the last moment for a famous conductor who was under the weather. In Mr. Machalaru's case, it was Pierre Boulez with the Chicago Symphony in 2012. That same year, he received the Sir George Schulte Award for Young Conductors, followed in 2014 by the Schulte Conducting Award. He's been music director and conductor of the Cabrillo Festival for Contemporary Music since 2017. He also spent three seasons as conductor in residence with the Philadelphia Orchestra. He currently lives in Philadelphia with his wife and two children. Christian Machilaru back out on stage now offering solo bows for trumpeter Mark Inouye, saxophonist Dave Henderson, and principal trombone Timothy Higgins, who played the euphonium solo. Also principal bassoonist Stephen Paulson, Principal Owo Eugene Azatov. And now Christian Machilaro asks the entire San Francisco Symphony to stand. A number of other orchestral arrangements of pictures were published right after Ravel's in the 1920s, primarily because Serge Kusevitsky had retained exclusive publishing and performing rights to it. There have been more recent orchestrations by conductors Leopold Stokowski, Jose Serbrier, and Vladimir Ashkenazi, and Leonard Slatkin has recorded a compendium version with each picture orchestrated by a different composer. It's been transcribed for guitar, organ, brass, and jazz ensembles, and even accordion. Synthesizer pioneer Tomita recorded an all-electronic version, and the art rock trio Emerson, Lake, and Palmer turned it into one of their biggest hits. You've been listening to a broadcast concert of the San Francisco Symphony from Davies Symphony Hall, featuring Maurice Ravel's orchestration of Mussorgsky's Pictures at an Exhibition. You also heard Lily Boulanger's tone poem of A Spring Morning and the world premiere of Adam Schoenberg's Losing Earth, featuring the symphony's principal percussionist, Jacob Nisley. These broadcast concerts are produced by the San Francisco Symphony and music director Michael Tilson Thomas, President Sakurako Fisher and executive director Mark Hansen. Engineering and post-production by Jack Vad and Jason O'Connell. And program notes were adapted from those written by James M. Keller, Adam Schoenberg, and Michael Steinberg. National syndication of these concerts is provided by the WFMT Radio Network. And don't forget that you can visit the symphony online and find out more about the programs, the artists, and the orchestra at sfsymphony.org. This is Rick Malone. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us for the next broadcast concert by the San Francisco Symphony. This broadcast of the San Francisco Symphony is made possible with the generous support of Fred Levin of the Shenson Foundation in memory of Nancy Livingston Levin and Ben and A. Jess Shenson. Additional support is generously provided by the Acacia Foundation.